Welcome back in to Talking Catholic with David O'Gray. I'm compelled, as it were, to offer a final comment and remark about the Eucharist Gate scandal. That's when Father Maury of South Carolina showed a great act of mercy um, to career politician Joe Biden to not allow him to commit sacrilege against God and to condemn himself by receiving the Holy Eucharist unworthily. This was a great act of mercy by Father Maury. It is an act of love shown to Joe Biden. Um, he loved him enough, in this instance, to not allow Joe Biden to commit a grave sin against God by receiving the Holy Eucharist unworthily. Now, the fallout of Eucharist gay scandal offers a very important commentary on the state of the Catholic Church in the United States today because many of these popular clerics and, and bishops are now on record by saying, that, oh, I, I wouldn't have done what Father Maury did. I don't know about that. That sounds like a bad idea. See, they're now on record for saying that they reject church teaching. They, they, these people were ordained to care about souls and lead them to heaven. But they're now on record as saying that they intend to lead souls to hell. These people who were ordained to sacrifice their life for Christ and his church are now on record for saying that they intend to erase Jesus, to kill Jesus in our hearts, to destroy everything that is good and true about the Catholic Church. These people are devils. They're liars. And I intend to expose them for who they are right after this eight-second introduction to Talking Catholic with David O. Gray. Now, former Vice President Joe Biden loves to say that he, he supports whatever the church teaches in his private life. He's a faithful, devout Catholic in his private life, but he doesn't want to force his religious views on American citizens. So that, that, that's, that's what he, he loves to say. And for his entire um, public career as, as a politician, Joe has been wherever his party was on the issue of abortion and on public funding of abortion. Whatever the popular position was, that's where Joe Biden is and that's where he is now. Whatever the popular position is of the Democratic Party, that's where he is. And that's a position that he wants to enforce on American people. Now, and Joe Biden is completely unrepentant about his positions that he's taking against the, the Catholic Church, the church that he claims to be a member of. Now, to be sure, Joe is lying because he's saying he doesn't want to force the, his, his religious views on people, but he very much intends to force his secular views on people. He doesn't want to force people to accept the teachings of his church. But he wants people to support the positions of Satan. See, see that makes Joe, Joe Biden a liar, a scam artist, a politician by another name. Therefore, according to the Apostle St. Paul's teaching found in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, that no one can receive the Holy Eucharist unworthily and church law found in Canon 915 stating that those who obstinately persevere and manifest grave sin 
are unworthy to receive Holy Communion. Furthermore, it was absolutely correct here in not allowing Joe Biden to publicly sin against Jesus Christ. If he would have, he would have been condemning himself. This was an act of love of Father Moore for Joe Biden, and it was an act that allowed the priest himself to continue to persevere in his own salvation. And as Father Moore said in his own response, saying that, sadly, this past Sunday, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. Holy Communion, he said, signifies we are one with God, each other, and the church. Our actions should reflect that. Any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching. You see, Father Mori had no right here to give Joe Biden the Holy Eucharist than he had to give it to a Muslim or Jew. Those people also are far outside of church teaching. By his actions, Joe Biden has demonstrated that he's not actually a Catholic. By his actions, he's demonstrated that he is not truly a Catholic and in union with what the Catholic Church teaches. Therefore, he does not have a right to the sacraments being that he's not a Catholic. He is essentially no more than what it would have been like for a Muslim or a Jew or any non-Catholic to approach the Holy Eucharist. They are not worthy to receive it because they are not in communion with the Catholic Church. Now, it's very important to understand here that um, a priest no more <laughs> refuses a person Holy Communion than God sends people to hell. No, it's by our actions that we refuse ourselves the opportunity of Holy Communion. It's by our actions that we send ourselves to hell. It's by our actions that we separate ourselves from the church. It's not the priest doing that. It's not God doing that. It's by our actions alone that we separate ourselves from God. And that's what the priest is saying here. He's saying, wait, wait. He's not saying no. He's saying, wait. You're separated from God at this moment. So, so let's first return to the sacraments of penance and reconciliation so that you can come back in union with God. Because that's what the Holy Eucharist is for. It's for people who are in union with God. Right? It's, it's medicinal. It's chronic care for those who are in union with God to remedy their sick condition. It's not for people who, who are, are separated from the church. That's what the priest is saying here. He's saying, wait, wait, you're separated from the church because of your actions. You can't receive the Holy Communion no more than a Muslim can, or a Jew can, or any non-Catholic can. They are in union with the Catholic Church. They are not worthy at this time to receive the Holy Eucharist. Right? So, by our actions, we separate ourselves from Christ and His Church. And the Holy Eucharist is not for those who are separated, for those who are rebelling against God. It's not medicine for them. They have to go through other sacraments of healing first before they can be allowed, be able to worthily receive the Holy Eucharist. So when a priest guards his flock against the condemnation, attached, attached to receiving the Holy Eucharist unworthily, he is performing a great act of mercy.
So it was not this only uh, a position, an action taken by the priest that was consistent with sacred scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and also canon law um, section 915. But it's also an action that is it, it just makes it just it's just common sense. OK, if, if someone is sick, if some someone is sick, you, you don't make them better by giving them a treatment that they are not ready to receive. Now, for example, if, if a person needs lung surgery, surgery or heart surgery and on their way to the hospital, they get bitten by a poisonous snake. Now, what is the, the physician going to do once they arrive at the hospital? Are they going to perform the heart surgery? Or are they going to take care of the snake bite first? Well, if it's a good physician, he would know that he can't perform heart surgery on this person because they have a snake bite. It's infecting their blood. So first, he has to take care of the snake bite, remedy that. It may take a while, but when a person is well, they can return back for the heart surgery. That's what a good physician would do. Similarly, um, or, or even let's take another one, um, gastric bypass. If a person is going to have that surgery to, I guess, shrink their stomach first, they have to lose weight first. Now, once they're ready to receive the surgery, once they met the conditions first to receive the surgery, then they can receive it. Okay. Now, now, similarly, the Holy Eucharist is the same way. People who are in grave sin, grave manifest sin, um, need the first or just grave sin permanently doesn't have to be manifest or obstinately just grave sin if a person is in grave sin they first have to have their sins absolved before they can receive the medicine that the Holy Eucharist offers now that that medicine is for this is the chronic care treatment um, for for sinners um, is medicine to make us well to sanctify us to make us holy is us eating Jesus Christ so that we may become like Jesus Christ now we can't we, we can't have Jesus Christ who is all holy come within us and we're not in a position to receive him. Okay, because that's what Paul says. It's just going to make us worse. It's not the medicine that we need at that time. Having God come dwell in your body, you have to be fit for that. You have to have, you have your mind, body, and soul have to be in, in, in a proper condition to receive that. You can have just went and murdered someone. It can't just be publicly advocating that, that children are, are slaughtered in the womb. You're, you're not fit for that. Your body isn't ready. So, I mean, it's just it's just common sense. OK, um, I talk more about that. Just just what it means to be properly disposed and fit and ready and worthy to receive the whole Eucharist in my book, The Divine Symphony and Escortium to the Theology of the Catholic Mass. I'm on page 154. If you already had a book, check out page 154. I, I go into much more detail about this. Uh, you can pick up this book anywhere online or at Catholic bookstores. It's, it's everywhere. Really great book. But but this is a very important issue. So furthermore, it was absolutely correct according to scripture, tradition, canon law, and just common sense. So are, are we good there? Are we good there? Um, Father Mori, God bless him. God bless him. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so now we're going to transition real quick on the Talking Catholic David Gray. I, I just want to run down just some, some stupidity that really shows the state of the Catholic Church in the United States today. Um, we're going to talk about first Jesuit Jamie Martin. Then we're going to transition transition to um, talk about uh, Cardinal Timothy Dolan, what he said. And Joe Biden's own um, bishop, um, Bishop Malui, I think is how you pronounce his name. So we're going to talk about those people. Uh, right now.
Okay, first up here is Jesuit Jamie Martin. The Jesuit Jamie Martin, who in response to the Eucharist Gate scandal, went on his Twitter account and posted this doozy right here, my friends. Um, Jesuit Jamie says, denying communion to politicians, whether Democrats or Republican, is, wait for it, <laughs> he says, is a bad idea an idea what is that <laughs> I mean, this guy's a complete goofball or what i mean everything that comes out of his mouth is i think just i mean just just completely stupid i mean it's just, it's just hard to believe how stupid and brain dead and and just protestant a guy who calls himself a catholic can be I mean, it's it just his, his stupidity knows no ends. I mean, just when you think he just said the dumbest thing you ever heard, he's going to say something dumber, even more stupid in just a little while. Just give him a chance. But the man calls church dogma. He calls church teaching things that we're obligated to believe. He calls that an idea. He, he doesn't know the difference between an idea and a dogma. I mean, Jamie, I mean, let's just go over this real quick. I hope you're watching this video. Real quick, quick real quick here. Um, that I should eat this bag of cookies, right? That I should open it up and, um, and eat it is, that's something I can have an idea about. Like, I have an idea. I should open up this bag of cookies and, and eat them. Um, or this little doodad right here. I don't even know what this is. Like, this would be a good idea, Jamie. Like, you know, because I like peanut butter cookies. But this here, I don't even know what this is. I think my wife got this out of um, the bag of trick-or-treat candy our, our youngest daughter collected. Um, this thing looks disgusting. It says, it's, it's called a panda, and it has um, a cream center chocolate with, is inside of a crunchy cell. I mean, I mean, look at this thing. This looks disgusting. Opening up this and eating this, that's a bad idea. Now, Ideas are something you and I can disagree about. You may think these are disgusting. You may think this is a, a bad idea that I should eat these. Or that they're unhealthy. All right? Or you may think this is a good idea. You may like this goozy chocolate whatever coming out of this just disgusting looking thing. You may think that's a good idea. We can disagree on these things. Right? You understand that, right? A dogma. The, the church is teaching that people who manifest in grave sins are not worthy to receive communion because they have separated themselves from Christ and his church. That's not an idea. That's a dogma. You're obligated to believe that. Other examples of things that are, are not ideas, things that you're just obligated to believe, are things such as um, Jesus Christ was um, crucified, died, and was buried. He rose again on the third day. Um, he's born of the Virgin Mary. Um, that we believe as Catholics, we believe in the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That is the baptismal formula. Um, see, see, those are types of things that are, are not ideas. They're not just one of many things. These aren't just competing ideas that you have a choice to believe or not. Those are dogmas. Do you understand the difference, Jamie? So you, you can't call church teaching that people who um, present themselves for communion are unworthy to receive it if they are um, 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 persisting and manifest grave sin. That's, that's just not a dogma. All right, okay, what, what you said was stupid. I mean, you're a goofball. For even even daring to say that, even daring to type it, you you call a church teaching idea. That's dumb. Okay, so then he goes on to say that 
If you deny the sacrament to those who support abortion, then you must also deny it to those who support the death penalty. How about those who don't help the poor? How about the Dado Okay, I'm, I'm 